One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm sitting outside today uh, in, in a coffee shop and I'm with Tom Hickmore, who is the CEO of Nice Media. I'm calling him a CEO. Are you a CEO? Oh, I'm no longer the CEO. My wife's the CEO. I'm the creative director, darling. Oh, right. Fantastic. So you've kind of gone sideways. Yes. Yeah, as okay. we expand. So I wanted to talk today about um, video because you are a professional uh, video producer. A lot of people are putting video out there on the web as a way of uh, getting themselves about. I know there's a lot involved in video. Is it, let's start off with, is it possible for a non-professional to produce a semi-professional looking video in your view? Oh, definitely, yeah. It's, um, I suppose I'm just suddenly, I don't know why I'm comparing it to photography because um, everyone's, I've heard a lot of professional photographers say, oh, of course you, uh, amateurs can take better photo- photographs than they used to be able to, but mainly because you can take so many more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, not quite of, true with video, is it? Take um, longer videos? Yeah, but I mean, the technology, yes, it's a lot cheaper. Of course, it's not... I think what we find is that it's really not all to do with technology. That's what you soon find when you actually start to make it. I think the perception of the non-professional is that a lot of it's tied up in the technology. When you actually use the technology, you begin to realise, hey, up, I've got to do this right, you know. And uh, so I would say the general maxim is keep it simple. Yeah. Talking heads, that's a good... That's, everyone does well, talking yeah, heads, I wanted to don't talk, they? You've anticipated my question because I wanted to talk specifically about talking heads because I think I see a lot of talking head videos. Talking head listeners, by the way, obviously are you know, just headshots of people saying stuff. And I've seen so many videos online that are just kind of, you know, uh, somebody, uh, just, just a head, very badly lit, talking about something and the, the sound is appalling. How do you get talking head videos right? Okay, well, um, the main thing is the sound I think because I think if the sound's bad you know you're not even going to look at the picture are you and mm. if the picture's bad you can sort of forgive it um, if you can hear what the people are saying mm. so in a way really a talking head is just the speech with a little bit of extra sort of context mm. if you like I know there's a lot of sort of research about the messages that people give with their body and so forth but that all that all those sorts of messages can be passed across with a relatively poor type of filming you know you don't have to really get that right so mm. but the main emphasis i would say is on you in your world andy it's the sound world yes um, and which ironically is often overlooked and, and the main way to get that right really is just with a clip mic it's as simple as that mm. i mean i was 
I was actually giving a kind of talk to some business people recently about how to use video internally and they'd got the idea that for some reason a camera top mic which is very directional is a better idea mm. um, and they'd spent out quite a bit on this mic and I said well, just if you just buy like a 25 quid mic and clip it next L- to like a, le- like a clip on lapel mic yes yeah, yeah. that's going to give you better sound than a really good mic where the camera is you know it's just as simple as that so that's the main thing mm. is get a clip mic and put it near to your mouth <laughs> you know yeah. you, you really put it in the middle of the chest is roughly where you yeah. put it now you have to be careful of clothes rustling don't you so, some ladies wear big frilly rustly blouses and things which, yeah. which I've come across before yes there's rustly brow- blouses there's noisy <laughs> static jackets, pullovers yeah things like that I mean you know in our when we do it, we try and be a bit sophisticated and hide the cable down the decollage, you know. Yes, yeah. And all that. I don't, you don't really need to do all that stuff, but mm. that's like, if you want to be really professional, yeah, you hide the cable down the clothes and you clip the mic on the outside. Yeah. And you didn't get the person to wriggle a bit to make sure that there's no, you know, that, the, that's good. Uh, that that's you good can trick. work out how to re- get the, s- reduce the noise that they're mm. actually making with their clothes and so forth. Now, a lot of modern cameras, or, the, or certainly ones at the cheaper end, they don't have a separate mic input, do they? So I'm guessing you have to then synchronise the sound in your editing suite, which must be fun. Yes, I would say, well, you know, then you're talking about, you know, it's like, that's like one technical thing versus another. I would, mm. you know, you'd be much better off just buying a camera that has a separate mic input, mm. and then you're going to have to do... Then you don't have to buy a separate sound recording device, mm. and also the com- have the complication of matching up the sound with the picture, which is a pain. So definitely a separate mic then. What I mean, generally speaking, I know that you must get really annoyed by this question because I, I get slightly frustrated when people say to me, "What's the best mic to get?" And I've only experienced about three mics in the entire world. <laughs> but if, if someone, when people say to you, because they must say to this to you at parties, you know, what's the best mm. camera that I should be getting? What what is your response? Oh, golly gumdrops. That is a very difficult question. And mm. I, what I would say is just look at your criteria, which is often cost and also, I suppose, how easy it is to use. Mm. So, um, is that a bit noisy, that truck? Or? No, we like background noise. Okay. We'd, talk, we'd be talking about how to get the sound right, and I thought I'd get some atmosphere in this one. Okay. See, uh, I'm using SM58 mics, which had quite good rejection. <laughs> he's, a, he's a clever man. So that I'll just explain. Andy's got the earphones on. I don't. So that's the whole point. When you've Tom got the sounds ear- as clear as a bell, despite <laughs> the seventeen-ton truck that's just gone by. Getting back to the cameras, yeah, you know, for me, a, ca- a, a professional camera is actually easier to use than a, than a kind of consumer camera. Yeah. Because all of the instructions, or the how can I put it? They sort of they try to design it so that you're an idiot. Yeah. And that then you have to be very very clever to be. A clever person, if that makes any sense. <laughs> That's what I found, actually, because I've been doing some stuff for latest TV, and I'm a complete idiot, and I found those big professional cameras very easy to use. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Because everything's a button. It's not e- like uh, exactly. the, the cheaper cameras where you have to go through 16 levels of menus to sort of exactly change the it. white balance. You know, on, on a Panasonic, whatever the string of numbers are, there's a button that does white balance. <laughs> That's exactly... I think that, yeah, for my mind, you know, the more buttons that actually analogue do what you want to do... Yeah, more value for money than mm. the camera. That's how I look at it. But even in the professional end, th- there's now so many things in a camera that there are still menus to grapple with. Yes. But it's very difficult to generalise. But perhaps I'd say you don't need the latest technology. So probably, and technology moves so quickly 
you may as well get a, like a couple of years old camera. Yeah. If you get a couple of years old pro camera mm. and you're confident enough to work out how to use that, that's probably going to be a lot better value and similar price to going out and buying a sort of prosumer one in Curry's or something, mm. um, which is going to be actually a more difficult tool, more restrictive tool to use, really, I would say. Yeah. It's getting to know your tools, isn't it? Knowing them like the back of your hand. That is very true. A slightly unfortunate turn of phrase. Uh, the only other thing I'd say about the camera, yeah, you definitely want the, your external sound input. It's really good if you've got analog, i.e. knobs, to, to uh, control the audio recording levels. That's mm. really good. Um, a lot of the pro ones nowadays have separate um, lenses, a bit like an SLR. Mm. So um, you've just got to say, can I handle that? And you can get a sort of a straightforward zoom lens that will work for most things. And also, I would advise against generally filming on SLRs, which is a sort of popular thing. Mm. But for unless you're a sort of a pro or someone who's a super geek and you really want to sort of super get into it filming on a solar you really have to record your sound on a separate device yeah because again most as nice as those cameras are most of those slrs don't have a separate mic input do they no and, uh, the sound is generally thought to be a bit dodgy on SLRs. yeah yeah you know it can be okay perhaps for this sort of you know for your low grade thing but uh, but the slr is the epitome of having to do everything in the menu yes it's yeah. very very fiddly yeah uh plus my sunny next five is very much like that everything's menu driven <laughs> Yeah. The Sony X5 is like, um, it's one of those new, well, say that's not so new now, it's a mirrorless, mirrorless camera, so it's got the sensor of an SLR, oh, right. but doesn't have the mirror, so it's much more compact. <coughs> uh, great video, but my golly, it's got about two buttons on it, everything else is menu-driven, so you okay. really have to get used to the menus. Yeah, the only, if you, just to say a model of camera, which is, you know, pretty risky, but <laughs> it's only that we've actually just had to sell a couple of cameras. Mm. Because we did some work for Canon, and they said, "Oh, you can't use your Sony cameras." So we ended up buying Canon cameras. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good excuse to buy some new kit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the um, the old cameras we got rid of were called Sony FS 100s. Yeah, and um, you know when we flogged them, we couldn't get much money for. Um, I think I sold mine. Still, probably quite a lot of money for what your average person was. Like. We sold it for just over a grand. Yeah, you can get those with a kit lens. Mm. They are a sort of, they give you an SLR type quality image, but they are a pro camera with fantastic audio inputs and they're just bloody good. What about lighting? We often see very badly lit talking heads, don't we? Very flat, yes. very sort of muddy looking. How, how do you get rid of that sort of muddy look? Okay, there's lots of reasons for this. The main, the main reason is not enough light. It's mm. as simple as that. So the easiest way is just to sit someone by a window mm. another way well obviously and you've got to make sure that your exposure is correct on the camera which is you know wiggling the exposure knob yeah um, <laughs> basically <laughs> or, or iris iris or, or diaphragm indeed. whatever you want to call it yes there's also um, the the gain ISO yeah the gain, gain, or, gain yes it's, it's difficult because ISO is actually a film term which is applied to yeah. video cameras in, you know in a metaphorical way but yes. um, anyway you've got to get the you've just got to fiddle with the camera until it looks right is the other way of yeah. putting it and there's a couple of knobs to do that but really it's never going to be right unless you get enough light on mm. them even though modern cameras are very forgiving in low light it has to be seen yeah, yeah. But it's always going to look better with more light so windows the first thing to try some sort of light is the next one you can get really really cheap 
some pretty good LED lights that actually oh, yes. kind of like run on batteries. Yes. You know, I bought yeah. one on Amazon for about like 25 quid or yes. something. Yes, they're, they're pretty cool, those. Uh, and they actually, you can get you can put them on top of the camera or they mm. can go to one side. It's generally nicer to have the light slightly off to one side. Yeah. I mean, the classic lighting for a person is called three-point lighting when you have what they call a key light, which is your main light, a fill light, which makes the shadows, there's some light in the shadows, so mm. it's not all sort of, you know, black, dark shadows, which look slightly gruesome. Mm. Uh, and a backlight or a hair light, uh, which goes behind the person. And that's... Just to pick out a highlight of hair or something. Uh, also, so it? it also brings the person away from the background. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Because uh, actually looking at you now, Tom, you're backlit and you've got like a sort of ring of light... Yeah, around I, your shoulders it sort of pulls you out from the background I bring my Sounds own quite biblical, crew with me wherever <laughs> I go <laughs> yeah I've seen that done it makes a tremendous difference actually a small light at the back just to, just to sort of yeah. highlight things and um, the other thing to know about is that lights have different colour temperatures yeah in other words to what might look the same to us looks very different in terms of colour to a camera so daylight has a bluish hue um, yeah old fashioned light bulbs have a yellowish hue mm. and fluorescent tubes tend to have a greenish hue. Yeah, they hue. just come out bright green, don't they? For some yeah, bizarre yeah. reason. A sort of acidy green. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite attractive actually. Yeah, in a sort of yeah, yeah. neon And of course this is what colour palette is all about, isn't it? It's, it's, it's telling the camera what sort of light you're using so it can yes. make internal adjustments, I guess. Yeah, but then, so then if you've got it on auto, because you, know, you don't want to bother about that, that's kind of, that can be fine. But the problem is that if you're mixing two lights so if you've got someone sat by a window and the room behind them is all got fluorescent lights mm. they might have a green cast on one side of their face you know where I've the, seen that before you've yeah. got the fluorescent light coming and the daylight is more of a blue hue um, and then you, c you can mess with the settings in the camera but you're never going to align those properly so it's basically what you've got to do is get either one type of light source or you can for example, you can put filters on your lights so that they match better. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
better. Yeah. And you're getting a bit clever with things, you know. Sure. If you buy the basic, um, even this basic little light I got in Amazon, has got some little filters that you put in front of it. Yes. I don't actually think it's got a green one, though, to match with fluorescence, but it's got like a... It's got something called CTO, uh, which is... Is that um, the purpley one? It's... Um, you can get a purpley one. Orange. I was orange, right. I'm trying to think what it sounds for. Colour, temperature, probably orange yeah. or something. But what yeah. it basically does is turn a daylight colour temperature light into a tungsten yeah. one. So it would match your... Because the um, LED lights tend to be daylight mm. colour temperature. So they te- you want to warm them up if you're going to max them with tungsten. But of course, there's, you know, I could just go on about this all day, but there's, there's less and yeah. less tungsten because there's more and more, you know, energy efficient bulbs. Which are more daylight the m- end, aren't they? Yeah, they're more of the daylight yeah. end. They do, obviously, they still vary. Mm. So that makes it even more complicated. Yeah. So, you know, just keep it simple and just use, try, say... Try and use daylight. <laughs> try and use daylight. <laughs> turn off the lights in the room. I tell you, that's one of the funny things about working in big companies. Mm. We actually try and go in and say, can you turn off the lights in the room? That's really important for yes, us. Yes, yeah. And you wouldn't be, you know, it's quite often you can't. And it's some like guy in Birmingham or somewhere when we're in London, you, have to turn, you know, you have to make an appointment for him to turn the lights off. You know, this is really. What well, advice? I'm going to turn the lights off now. <laughs> um, are you a, are you an advocate of reflectors? I, I love reflectors. I like using the natural light and reflectors. Have you, do you like reflectors? I know some people hate them. I, I no, really no, like no, that's them. great. I, no, I, I'm glad you reminded me of those. I've got down the colour temperature uh, <laughs> My warp <laughs> hole, and I'd totally forgotten about this. No, yeah, a f- reflector is a very cost-effective way of um, improving your lighting. Mm. Um, so if you sat someone next to a window, they would tend to be, you know, if their side is to the window, their side away from the window would be rather dark. Yes. So you, then you just place a reflector to the wind, you know, the far side. So the opposite, of the, yeah, the yeah. Opposite, facing the window, <coughs> bouncing the light back in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, bouncing the light into the darkened part of their face, and that yeah. would sort of even out the light, but it would also give it how can I put it? You don't want the light on a person's place to be really flat mm. uh, because obviously you're talking, really you want the light to describe a 3D object. Yes. So if you have it completely flat on the front, it could, you know, it could almost be a, a line drawing with a couple of blobs in the middle, couldn't they really? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or where the eyes are. Uh, yeah. So you don't really <laughs> describe them in 3D if it's flat lighting. Um, so that's kind of... Mm what we try to do because it's amazing isn't it how these I mean to a human eye like you know looking at a face that's lit on one side you can still see the detail in the shadow poor old camera can't when you, when you play the video back it's completely black on the other side isn't it yeah it can be yes definitely. so you, you need to sort of flatten the lighting out now I wanted to ask about um, taking video with mobile phone because that you know it's, everything's going mobile these days and a lot of people yeah. would say the, the, I think the cameras on mobiles are terrific what's your experience of taking video on mobile yeah, I think the cameras are on mobile phones are very good. Generally, you know, say a, um, an iPhone 5 I've mm. got, for example. And it's just how to use them, really. That's the only thing. And once again, it really comes down to sound. And you can get a little mic, I think, made by Rode, R-O-D-E. Yeah, yeah. Specifically made for an iPhone um, because they've got a sort of funny plug, you know, socket into, a, into a, an iPhone. Mm. And... You just really want to put one of those, use one of those clip mics. Yeah. That immediately will improve the quality of your content. Yes. Uh, and the other thing is you can get, you can also get little sort of specially made grips that hold the thing. Mm. And so you can put them on a stand. If you want to get really clever, you can, people stick on external lenses mm. 
and stuff like yes, that. Yes, I've seen those where the lens is bigger than the phone. Yeah, I don't really bother. You might, as well, <laughs> you might as well get a camera when you get to that point, to my mind. Did you see, uh, there was an amazing uh, video, I, I would have said going round, it wasn't really going round, I, I, I stumbled into it about three or four weeks ago, and it was a video of some major car man, I think it might have been Bentley or someone, yeah. and they had uh, shot this ad on iPhones. Uh, right. Admittedly, they had some fancy lenses clipped onto the front of them, but I'm not kidding yeah. you, Tom. They were fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they did the sound separately, but the, the imagery was fantastic. Yeah. Well, actually, well, I've sound uh, recordist. I know, so he thinks that, uh, they're pretty good for sound as well. So um, really, yeah. <laughs> and he thinks even the mics are pretty good. But of course, the as I say, the trick is going the a microphone near to the mouth of the person, mm. and mm. you don't want to put the if you put the camera, any camera, too close to a person you get a distorted image mm. so basically you never that's that i suppose that is one reason to have a an auxiliary lens is that you, you know it's sort of slightly telephoto lens yes you can zoom in a bit yeah. it's a bit more flattering than yeah. a wide but i mean if you're just using the standard one you can't really get a close shot or at least it's not advisable to go close because you know you will it'll look a bit fisheye basically and that's because they're quite Unflattering. wide angle, aren't they? Normally, these uh, these uh, mobile phone lenses, aren't quite they? Quite wide angle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say just yeah. And so the same things apply in terms of yeah, yeah the lighting and so forth. Mm. I think the thing about an iPhone, you can there's a little app you can buy actually where you can control the audio input levels mm. manually. Yeah, which is useful because if you've got them, I don't know if you know about this, but on it, on the camera, whatever device you're using, if you use an auto recording level. Oh. Um, Andy, of course, knows about this. When oh, you st- don't get me started on auto recording yeah. levels. Oh, <laughs> um, my lord! Supposing you're in a room with um, aircon, yeah, which of course you prefer, one would prefer to turn off. But if you can't, uh, when the person, if you've got an auto recording level, the person stops talking, and then the shh, yeah, and then I start to talk again, and it goes away, and it goes <laughs> away. That's because the uh, computer, as it were, is trying to keep the recording level to an even mean so when there's mm. nothing there it turns it up yeah um so if you've just got a manual recording level which the iphone is basically an app that you don't i can't remember what it's called i'm afraid um yeah i'm sure you can put that on a link though can't you Andy? um we could put it on a link especially yeah. if i write a note to felice when she publishes it <laughs> yeah to make make sure you include a link to that thing that tom was talking about yeah. anyway so, sorry carry on that is a very handy addition to your, you know, which is easy to operate as well. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'd say, well, I, do you know what? I just want to give a sort of general bit of advice, really, about. Well, I'm glad you said that because my next question was going to be, <laughs> what are the top mistakes? <laughs> what would you say to someone just trying to do video? But carry on, because it's, yeah. it's kind of blending into that question, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yes, yeah, just talking to you, I keep finding myself going down these wormholes of nerdery. Oh, you think in, you'd like me so much, Tom? The way you think. <laughs> there you go. It's all yeah. very important. Yeah. These things. But what's more important is the sort of higher level things. And so, and really, you know, one high level thing is that whatever you're going to film, whatever it is, you need a, a plan or a mm. script or a brief or an idea. Yeah. And don't just go and film it. You know, that's, that's I've just had an intern and I asked him what he learned from us. I, I just must say, we did pay him, you know. Uh, well, that's good. Uh, he, and he said, you know, it's all about preparation. You just yeah. couldn't believe the amount of preparation we did. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, and even if, you just do, even if you're just filming yourself talking or someone else talking, you know, just think... Well, just for, to give you a little example, okay, I'm going out, I'm going to meet uh, someone who's a bit of an expert in the subject matter. I want to film them because uh, I want to put it on my website. Mm. 
because um, maybe they have some kudos that I want to be associated with them. It's my one chance to talk to them. Mm. You know, I'm just going to pop in and have a half an hour appointment with them. So what do you, you want to sort of turn on your, ca- your camera, whatever it is, your iPhone, you know, before you go, check it, do a test recording, make sure you can put it up quickly, mm. think about the room you're going to go into, think about the sort of interruptions you might have, think about the, what sort of questions you want to answer, ask, think about the sort of answers he's going to give. If he gives the wrong answers, what supplementary question you're going to have, how are you going to edit it all together? You know, mm. you just want to basically think the whole thing through mm. because you've just got that one opportunity. Uh, and, you know, I know if you're filming yourself, it's not one opportunity. But what will happen is... <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It kind of is because <laughs> you only have a slot in the day. Yes. You'll sort of look at yourself and think, God, I'm an idiot. And then, <laughs> But if you've, if you've thought it through before you do it, you're kind of more prepared to deal with your own idiocy, if you like. I suppose yeah. it's another way of looking at it. So that's one sort of high-level thing. Um, and the other high-level thing, I think, is really anything that you're watching, really, that is, you know, unless you're making... Everything is really content-driven. That's what mm. you've got to remember. Mm. So don't worry about techniques, really, except, you know, except for, I'll say, the sound technique. <laughs> Apart yeah. from the lighting, sound, <laughs> yeah. uh, composition. <laughs> but what I'm talking about is, like, more sophisticated film techniques, yeah, like yeah. transitions or... I don't know, you know, tracking shots, all this stuff, you know, even music and captions, you know, what people are interested in is fundamental content. Mm. And okay, yeah, why do we choose video? Because you can sort of make some sort of content, contact with a person, you see them more really, you know, so those elements will come through if you follow the basic rules. After that, you can, for example, do jump cuts. I think they're very acceptable. So another jump cut is when I'm just talking along and that, suddenly I, you know, there's a cut from 10 minutes later and we just yeah. plonk them together and there's no sort of art in it. Is that where somebody sort of s- suddenly shifts position slightly? Yeah. Like they were sitting looking to the left and then suddenly they're looking to the right. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, as soon as you've seen one or two, you just completely accept it because yeah. actually really you're just listening to this person talking. Yeah, yeah. And all right, we've taken a few chunks out of it, but mm. we just make, put them in a way that they make sense. I yes. think people get very worried about making things look slick and smooth don't get too hung up on it in my opinion unless you're gonna you know you can pay someone like me to worry about that Mm. you know you know content is king and that's even in my end of things you know Mm. you know from my point of view if i'm interviewing someone i'm more concerned about you know we're running around doing all the technical stuff but it's all working around making sure that we're making the interviewee feel relaxed yeah because you don't want to you know, it's absolutely about the performance. It's about the content. It's about the person that you're interviewing. That's even the so with actors as well. You know, you want to make the actors feel confident. You want to make the actors feel strong. So really, anything technical is subservient to the content. So if you limit your technical, what you're trying to do technically, mm. the content should come through. And that's, you know, just think. Content, content, content. You know, that's my, I feel like Tony Blair now. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't quite doing the right-hand movement. Yeah. Um, well, Tom, thanks so much. That's really useful. How can uh, people find out about Tom and find out about Nice Media? Well, you can go to nicemedia.co.uk and on that there we've got uh, a know-how section in which we have lots of blogs and video blogs. Because you're very generous, aren't you? You give out how-tos and videos to yeah. how to shoot videos and all sorts, don't you? Yes, and there's lots of guides on there, things to download. Yeah. and um, Yeah, so we're... We try, 
As Andy said just before we began the broadcast. Oh, my <laughs> usual joke. <laughs> well, no. I've re- just, it's been recycled so many times. I won't say the joke, but he just, you know, we're... Cast your loaves upon the water and you'll get tuna sandwiches <laughs> back. Occasionally they're steak sandwiches. Now and again, you might get tuna in the face. But most of the time, you'll get tuna sandwiches back. <laughs> well, if your <laughs> listeners have heard that before, I can just yeah, say... Yeah, sorry, listeners. Um, I would just say Andy is, and I are both of a mind that uh, if you're generous... <laughs> stuff comes back to you you know it's kind of a yes. karma thing yes and, absolutely uh, yeah and that's kind of what we like to do also, also what we like to do I think so um, it is yeah well listeners thank you very much for listening of course you can go to sitevisibility.com forward slash podcast to find us on the web um, email questions to podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk uh, you can even call us and leave a funny message or a question on 01273 256 150 if you're outside of the UK put a plus 44 in the front rather than the O and of course you can find us on iTunes and we do rather like people to review us and uh, and rate us that's goodbye from me Andy White and it's goodbye from Tom goodbye and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.